بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسوله الكريم ما بعد وعن النعمان بن بشير رضي الله تعالى عنهما قال سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول إن الحلال بين وإن الحرام بين وبينهما مشتبهات لا يعلمهن كثير من الناس فمن اتقى الشبهات استبرأ لدينه وعرضه ومن وقع في الشبهات وقع في الحرام كالراعي يرحى حول الحماء يوشك أن يرتع فيه ألا وإن لكل ملك حما ألا وإن حما الله محارمه ألا وإن في الجسد المضغة إذا صلحت صلح الجسد كله وإذا فسدت فسد الجسد كله ألا وهي القلب متفق عليه نعمان بن بشير رضي الله تعالى عنهما narrates and as we mentioned this hadith is a pivotal hadith with regards to the very essence and foundation and concepts of deen and shariat being a hadith which is fundamental to the extent that according to Imam Abu Dawud rahimahullah this is one amongst four ahadith if you practice upon them it is equivalent to practicing upon the whole of deen from that we can understand my respected brothers that the explanation that ulama ikram would have given with regards to this hadith will not be brief but in fact it is runs into several volumes but for us just to get a basic understanding of this hadith Nu'man bin Bashir says I heard Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saying verily that which is halal that which is permissible is clear and verily that which is haram is absolutely clear However, between these two, between halal and haram, there is what we call the doubtful things. La ya'lamuhunna kathiru minan nas. Majority of the people don't know the absolute clarity, permissible or impermissible. So what should we do? Allah's Rasulullah says, فَمَنِ اتَّقَ الشُّبْحَاتِ The one who will abstain from the doubtful things. In other words, we don't know if it's permissible or permissible. It's a gray area. We're not absolutely sure. If we are not absolutely sure, the advice that Nabi Pak gives is stay away from the doubtful. From an shubuhat. Abstain from that which is doubtful and what will happen is As a result of that you will protect your deen also and you will protect your dignity and honor. The second part is what we were discussing yesterday and what requires a lot of detail. And what is very, very important for us to make amal upon. Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gives us a caution and a warning. وَمَنْ وَقَعَ فِي الشُّبُهَاتِ The one who will delve into that which is doubtful. The one who will delve will have, will have leniency in his heart. Doubtful is okay, doesn't matter. What will happen? وَقَعَ فِي الْحَرَامِ Eventually he will go into haram. He will go into that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has totally forbidden. The example Nabi Pakslasim gives, he says, is like a shepherd who causes his sheep to graze very close towards the sanctuary. In other words, there's a forbidden area. Instead of staying far away from it, okay, he makes his mind up, I won't go into the forbidden area, but I will go close to it. Once you cause your sheep to graze near a forbidden area, what will happen? You shiku very soon they will start grazing in that forbidden area. 
So if you have a lenient attitude towards doubtful things, the warning that is given to us by Nabiya Pak is that eventually you will get involved in haram. And we find that this subject matter or this similar concept is found in many, many ahadith and in many, many sayings of what we call the Salaf al-Salihin, the pious predecessors of the past. The example is mentioned in the riwayat, تَرَعَ عَلَى مَا يَشُكُّ فِيهِ مِنَ الْإِثْمِ أَنْ يُوَاقِعَ مَسْتَبَانِ that Nabi Pak said that that person who has jur'at, that person who is free, is not cautious in getting involved in doubtful things. Is it permissible? Is it not permissible? Shariat says, not sure, stay away. But this person's attitude, he has this jur'at, the so-called bravery, free reign to get involved in doubtful things then very, very soon he will start with doing things which are totally haram. Why? Because gradually the boundaries of the heart will start breaking down. Ibn Rajab Hanbali rahimullah mentions the riwayat, Man yar'a bi jambatil haram yushiku an yukhalitahu That person whose life is lived on the periphery of haram, in other words, convinces himself, not doing haram, but close to haram. Close to haram. In other words, his life is lived bijambatil haram. On the boundaries of haram, yushikon yukhalitahu, eventually, very soon he will get involved in haram. وَمَنْ تَهَاوَنَ بِالْمُحَقَّرَاتِ يُشِكُونَ يُخَالِتَهُ الْكَبَائِرِ That person who has a lenient attitude towards the small sins, so-called small sins. This is how shaitan works. Convinces you, no problem. No problem, it's something small. Small, so-called small infringement. Allah Rasulullah warns us, that person who has a lenient attitude towards that which is muhakkarat, so-called small, insignificant, yushikuan yukhalitahul kabairi, eventually he will have the same attitude towards the kabira and the major sins. Allah has given us a boundary. Allah tells us in the Quran, tilka hududullah. This is Allah's boundary. In other words, what is Allah's boundary? That which is haram, as is found in this hadith, where Rasulullah says, وَإِنَّ لِكُلِّ مَلِكٍ حِمًا Every king has a sanctuary, has a boundary, has a cut-off point. Allah وَإِنَّ حِمَ اللَّهِ مَحَارِمُهُ Nabi Sallallahu said, listen, put up your ears, pay attention. Verily, the boundaries of Allah is that which Allah made haram. That which Allah totally forbade from tilka hududullah this is Allah's boundary so what must we do what does the Quran tell us fala taqrabuha don't even go close to the boundary of Allah don't even go close if you stay far away in other words don't get involved in doubtful things then what will happen you will protect your deen you will protect your iman and this is a sign of taqwa and a sign of piety Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, لا يبلغ العبد أن يكون من المتقين حتى يدع ما لا بأس به حذرا مما به بأس Ajeeb. Many of the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, you will never become, you will never reach the darajat, the ranks of the muttaqeen, of the true friends of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, 
until you don't reach a level when you stay away from halal, until you don't reach a level where you stay away from halal out of the fear that this particular halal will lead me towards haram. So a person stays so far away from that which Allah has forbidden that at times he gives away, gives up that which is permissible because of fear that it will lead him towards that which is impermissible. Hassan Basri rahimahullah used to say, مَا زَالَتِ التَّقْوَى بِالْمُتَّقِينَ حَتَّى تَرَكُوا كَثِيرًا مِنَ الْحَلَالِ مَخَافَةَ الْحَرَامِ the people of taqwa, the muttaqeen, they will reach the level of taqwa when they will never be able to reach it until hatta taraku kathiram min al-halal, until they don't give up many of the halal, until they don't give up many of the halal out of the fear, out of the fear of the haram. That is, they stay so far away from the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ibn Umar radiallahu ta'ala anuma used to say, inni lauhibbu an ada' bayni wa bayna al-haram sutratun min al-halal. La ahriquha. Ibn Umar radiallahu ta'ala anuma used to say, that I have erected, I have erected between me and that which Allah has made haram. I have erected between me and that which Allah made haram a sutra, a boundary. Like sometimes in salah, when you're making jamaat, you put a sutra in front so that people can walk in front. So he said, between myself, between myself and that which Allah made haram, I have erected a sutra, a boundary of halal things. I won't even go near these halal things. I'll never remove this boundary so that Allah protect me from that which is haram. Sufyan bin Uyayna, rahimahullah, used to say, La yusibu abd haqiqat al-iman Sufyan bin Uyayna rahimahullah used to say that a person will never reach the heights or the haqiqat of iman or the reality of iman until he does not place a boundary between himself and haram of halal things and until he does not give up sinning and anything that is close to sinning. The sabak and lesson, my respected brothers, from these various sayings that we have heard and from the practice of the salaf salihin the people of taqwa, the people of piety, like Ibn Hajar, rahimahullah, sums it up beautifully. He says, abstain from the doubtful. It may even be permissible, no problem. Abstain from that which is doubtful because two things will happen. When you develop this attitude of staying very, very far away from haram and you abstain from that which is doubtful, he says two things will happen. The first is that you will be saved. If it is haram, you're not sure, halal or haram, that doubtful thing, you're not sure if it is permissible or impermissible. If Allah nakira, it was something impermissible, then by abstaining from the doubtful, you are safe from that which is haram. And even if it is permissible, even if whatever you are abstaining from is permissible, but it is something doubtful, so you are staying away from it, then you will get the reward, you will get the reward of staying far away from things which are doubtful, which carries great reward. Carries great reward and it develops taqwa, it develops purity of the heart. 
And we find that this concept is very, very common in Shariat. For example, zina is haram. Zina is haram. What does Allah tell us in the Quran? La taqrabu zina. Don't even go near zina. In other words, do not ever, like Nabi Salaam said, prohibited, prohibited us totally. Don't even be alone with a strange woman. Your intentions may be clear. Your intentions may be, you may not, not have intention of doing haram. But shariat cuts things off at the root. Stay far away. In other words, don't even be in solitude with a strange woman. Why? Because this may lead to haram. Don't raise your gaze. Why? Because this may lead to haram. Likewise, after Fajr Salah, we are told, don't read Nafil Salah. After Asr Salah, don't read Nafil Salah. Why? Because to make Salah at the time of the rising of the sun or at the setting of the sun is totally haram, completely forbidden. But we are stopped from after Asr Salah making Nafil Salah. We are stopped from after Fajr Salah making Nafil Salah. In other words, stay far away from that which is impermissible. Because once you go into the gray area, once you go into area of doubtful, once you go into have an attitude of levity or laxity, then eventually, eventually this will lead towards haram. So to develop taqwa, develop piety, to become Allah's friend, we will have to give up halal things. We'll have to give up halal things so that we stay very, very far away from that which is haram. And this is illustrated very, very beautifully by one incident which we find many, many such incidents in the lives of sahaba kiram in the lives of the salaf salihin and obviously the greatest, most beloved of Allah, our master, Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah's Rasul, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, mentions about himself, إِنِّي لَا أَتَقَلَّبُ إِلَىٰ أَهْلِي فَأَجِدُ التَّمْرَةَ سَاقِتَةٌ عَلَىٰ فِرَاشٍ فَأَرْفَعُهَا لِأَكْلِهَا ثُمَّ أَخْشَىٰ أَنْ يَكُونَ مِنَ الصَّدَقَ فَأَلْقِهَا Allah Rasulullah said, sometimes I walk into the house. What is in your house belongs to you is not doubtful. Nabi Salaam says, sometimes I see a date. I see a date lying in my house. So I pick it up to consume it. Technically, it's totally permissible. Something in your house, you walk into your house, on your table or your dastarkhan, there's something there. You pick it up, you want to eat it. Allah Rasulullah says, I pick this date up, I'm about to consume it. Then the thought enters my heart. Perhaps... This is from the dates of Sadaqah. It may have fallen down inadvertently. So Nabi Salaam says, I leave it and I do not consume it out of the fear that it could be something, could be a date of Sadaqah. In other words, it could be something impermissible. So I leave that which is halal out of the fear that it may be something of haram or forbidden. So from this, we learn this important sabak and lesson, my respected brothers. Allah Salaam said, إِنَّ الْحَلَالَ بَيِّنْ وَإِنَّ الْحَرَامَ بَيِّنْ Halal permissible is clear. Haram permissible is clear. بَيْنَهُمَا مُشْتَبِهَاتِ In between this, there are doubtful things. Many people don't know the hukum or the ruling with regards to that. Stay away from the doubtful. Your deen and your iman and your izzat will be protected. If you have a lenient attitude towards doubtful things, وَقَعَ فِي الْحَرَامِ Eventually this will take you towards haram. Allah protect us. Allah.